here we go. Welcome to episode number 32 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the Life Short Live Free podcast where we talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever else we feel like talking about. On the agenda tonight, we chat with Ethan from Crossroad Shooting Sports. Box has a problem with posturing online. Taurus enters the micro-compact game. And Army Mag USA makes a triumphant return to don't carry that shit. Our panel tonight is Downa Johnson, but we do still have Sam, the owner of Shyworks, and I am your host, Box. And joining us is, as I mentioned, Ethan with Crossroads Shooting Sports. This show is sponsored by Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakota applicator, and ballistic imagery, photography, and videography. Sam, you just finished up a a little project today, didn't you? How about you tell us about that? I did. Yeah, a guy came to me. He was wanting a a 1911 all customized uh, in a DC Comics and Marvel um, theme. So, and this was actually a pretty difficult one to, to, uh, to design. I spent a lot of time on it, but I was pretty happy how it turned out. Um, it was, it was a gift for uh, a good friend of his. It's a big comic fan. So, and I do a ton of stuff like that. So if you have an idea for something, a crazy theme or design that you're wanting, that's kind of, that is my specialty. I will make it happen. Um, come up with a mock-up design and, and uh, you'll you'll be pleased with what I come up with. I promise. That's that's my specialty. Like I said, so check us out at chiworks.com as well as on uh, social media, and uh, we can help you out. Yes, sir. And our second sponsor, Ballistic Imagery, on top of offering professional photography and videography for your business or otherwise, is also offering a deal that you will find nowhere else but here on the Gears and Beers podcast for tonight only until midnight. You can grab this wall art at a discount of 20% off by entering Gears and Beers at checkout at BallisticImagery.com. 20% is that's a big number, folks. You get a lot of money off for 20%. Uh, also, if you would like a chance to win some stickers, because who doesn't love stickers, then share the feed and uh, comment below that you shared it. And at the end of the show, we'll pick a winner. If we reach our goal of 20 shares, then Shyworks will be giving away, what is it, a, a coin tonight, Sam, the LSLF coin? Yeah, the gears and beers and coin. And we got all sorts of stickers tonight, actually. We got, well, first and foremost, Gun Pup. We're going to be talking about Gun Pup. That is uh, Crossroads Shooting Sports website. And our gears and beers stickers, of course. Got a Shyworks sticker, and I just came across, I got these old school, this is the old logo from Shyworks. I got a shitload of those. I'm going to give those away too, so. Man, those are years old. (laughs) Yeah, those are. What's that? That That's the second one that you came out with, I think. No, I think it was the first. Yeah, this was, uh, the. yeah, I'm pretty sure this was the first we got it up uh, where you were working. Right. Okay. Well, we've got all that uh mumbo jumbo out of the way how are you guys doing tonight ethan how are you thanks for joining us pretty good thanks for having me guys sam how about you i am i am fantastic as usual fantastic Uh, a little bit under the weather today i got i got uh how how shall i put this politely some gut issues <laughs> so i don't know what's going on with me message sure received <laughs> so if i have to run out of the room real quick don't just just cover for me 
<laughs> you didn't bring in a bucket? No, no. Thought you were committed to this. <laughs> uh, no, I'm drinking a shock top, though. What are you, uh, what are, what are you drinking, Ooh, Blacks? I'm drinking a sh- uh, sh- summer shandy. Ooh, nice. Nice. I agree. Nice. You, know, you are having, what, water over there, Ethan? Ah, psh. I suppose. <laughs> If I wasn't at the shop, I might be having one of those uh, Smirnoff uh, red, white, and berries. Those blue ones look like Kool-Aid. Oh, boy. Well, one of those guys, but huh? it's, it's all right in the summer. I, I like your style. You're confident. You don't, you don't, you just like to drink whatever you like to drink. boy. If they serve it at the bar, I'll, I'll give it a spin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, how about we jump right into this? Um, you know? Yeah, I don't know how to start an interview, guys. <laughs> I'm a terrible <laughs> interviewer. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan, how about you tell us just a little bit about Crossroads Shooting Sports for, for starters? For sure. Uh, we've been here in uh, located in Johnston, just north of the Des Moines Metro off the Interstate Loop um, since about 2015. Um, indoor shooting range and full-service retailer. So we've got uh, 17 indoor shooting lanes. Uh, six lanes at uh, 15 yards and another 11 lanes at 25 yards. So fully climate controlled um, indoor range. So where it's hot, cold, uh, doesn't really matter for us. Uh, we're always shooting um, in here where it's nice. Um, actually just got some brand new LEDs installed the other day in the ranges. So it's extra bright in there. Ooh. So we got to get used to that. Um, but a lot of cool things we could do here. Um, like I said, we indoor shooting, um, we sell all types of firearms as well. Um, we've got a full-time on-site gunsmith, so you break it, he fixes it. We do permit to carry classes and training. And then, uh, I think one of the cooler features here too, is we have a rental counter. So looking to purchase, uh, your first gun, um, a new gun, you can come out and try out, uh, one of the rental guns and, you know, get yourself close before you go spend the money on the full thing, you know? So a lot of people from uh, from all over the metro and greater central Iowa area come in, check that out, and make a little bit more of an informed purchase. So, um, obviously, we like to shoot fast and goof off and have a good time here. But, uh, you know, we enjoy educating, especially the new owners, which we've had quite a lot of in the last year, um, bringing them into the Second Amendment, the shooting sports, and uh, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, we take firearms seriously here, but we uh, – just like you guys, we like to have quite a good time while we do it. It's awesome. Uh, how often? Yeah, the go ahead, Sam. I was just going to say that he mentioned the the rental counter. That is a huge, huge deal, especially for new buyers, just to come in. Because I mean, you can only you can only get so much from a firearm by just holding it. When you really get to the into the range and shoot it, you know that's going to tell you everything you need to know. So that's a that that's pretty awesome that you guys have that definitely. Yeah, well, and we've uh, something that I think is really cool that uh, that shows the uh, how, would I, how do I want to say it like the uh, the commute the two a the greater two a community is that a lot of uh, a lot of people that, that work the box stores around here will recommend um, people come in and try something before they buy it. So we've got a good relationship with a lot of other shops in the local area, um, and we get a lot of extra people coming into the range trying stuff out because I mean. It's a, uh, it's a very common thing that somebody comes in they're like, I want to get this gun. Right. Um, and they give it a spin in our rental counter and they're like, ah, actually, I'm going to change my mind and go with something else. So even if we're not the, the end sale for that customer, I mean, I think it's still a, a useful service and, uh, 
a moral good that we provide to, you know, get somebody into something that fits them. Um, I tell people you wouldn't buy a car without taking it for a test drive. I don't think your firearm should be any different to a large extent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Box, what were you going to say? I was uh, going to ask how many, how often you hold uh, classes for, for new shooters. Yeah. So we, uh, our primary course is uh, called first shots. We take our curriculum from that uh, straight from the national shooting sports foundation. Um, they sponsor the first shots program and they built a solid uh, curriculum for it. So we figured we'd partner with them um, for the training content. Um, we teach that first shots class probably twice a week on average. I mean, uh, at the height of COVID and civil unrest last summer, we were doing as many as four or five classes a week. Um, now that was partially due to, you know, complying with the governor and keeping class sizes a little bit lower and stuff with social distancing. But uh, we still run at least two classes a week. Um, I mean, interest in, on that has has slowed a little bit with the um, with uh, Governor Reynolds passing the constitutional carry that'll go to effect in a, just a little over a month. Um, but I think despite that recent little bit of a lull in the training, I think a lot of people are, as they get more educated about it, are still going to look towards getting their permit as, um, it'll provide, um, so I think substantial benefits, um, even with the passage of constitutional carry. So, I mean, I mean, we're in full support of that down here, um, obviously, but, uh, I think there are still benefits to retaining that permit, which is why we plan to keep holding those classes on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely keeping mine um, just because it does have its benefits. That and owning a gun shop with an FFL. I mean, the government already knows I have guns already. So really, yeah. there's there's no point for me not to keep one. So um, yeah. definitely. Well, so I think it, uh, it, it makes sense. I mean, especially if you plan on purchasing, a, you know, firearms, even on like a semi-regular basis, you know. Um, it makes that transaction a little bit easier. And then plus, uh, you know, I think the main benefit is I always ask people, are you ever plan on traveling out of state? You know, if you makes that reciprocity issue just a lot simpler. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, we have a question in the comments. Nick is asking if you have any types of classes for long range stuff, like sighting and scopes. So car- currently don't have like a distance shooting class in the mix. Um, that's something we're looking at adding. Um, our gunsmith has some experience in that. So um, as do other members of our staff, so that we tend to address in a more just like informal um, setting over the counter and talk, but I don't currently have a, uh, a specific distance shooting course in the curriculum down here. Yeah. Like that probably what be is uh, kind of tough to do with uh, a few indoor rain or lanes, huh? Right. <laughs> I mean, the the practical application side of that i mean if we did host it here uh it'd just be like a theory-based course mm-hmm. um i mean there's some there's some practical application we can transfer to but if you're distance shooting we're a little bit limited with the 25 yard range so right yeah yeah um, one of the uh cooler parts of our training curriculum though is uh one of our instructors on staff is a uh, is a uh a state of iowa attorney and so we helped, uh, or she, she helped us develop, rather, a uh, Iowa law and self-defense class we teach probably four times a year, once a quarter or so. Um, and it, uh, it's just a six-hour 
deep dive into the legal aspects of self-defense, Iowa laws, all the, all the quote unquote, maybe like boring legal stuff. Uh, but it's really, really uh, a super solid course that she brings to the table for us. That's uh, interesting. If you're, if you're serious about uh, concealed carrying and the, the effects of uh, using a firearm in self-defense. So um, we're proud to offer that class and it's a, it's a unique opportunity, if you will, that we host here. Yeah, I think classes like that are super important. I mean, even when constitutional carry is passed, and I'm a the, you know, massive proponent for that, you know, everybody has the right to carry a gun for self-defense. But at the same time, you should take responsibility and you should be getting trained for that. Um, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be required to get training. But as a responsible American, a responsible citizen, you should definitely be uh, definitely be taking advantage of courses like like your your guys are offering down there. So that's that's definitely awesome. I'm stoked that you guys offer that for for uh, Iowans. That's pretty great. You mentioned before the shoot before the show too. Uh, You're having uh, Scott Jedlinski teach a class over there in August, right? Yeah. So we like to uh, bring in a number of. Uh, what do you want to, what do I want to say? Maybe like celebrity type instructors, if you will. Um, so obviously keeping a guy like that on staff at just a local range might be something difficult to do. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what we like to do in, in any aspect of our business is be somewhat of a vessel to get somebody from, I've never touched a gun or I've shot some and I'm intermediate to if they have interest to go towards the top end of that element of uh, firearms, providing a vessel so we can start to move them in that direction and then bring in some of those training opportunities for them to actually uh, interact with that skill of instructor. So Modern Samurai with Scott Jelinski will be coming here, I believe, August 12th and 13th um, for his uh, uh, Red Dot. Uh, this course is going to be a Red Dot course, obviously, but uh, primarily focused on, I think, um, concealed carry um, Red Dot usage. Um, I know he teaches a couple variants of his course, but this one is going to be more of a, the carry-minded course. So it's already folded up, but uh, be super exciting. I don't think we've he's ever brought a course to Iowa that was not law enforcement only. So this will be his first one open to civilians in the state. So as fast as it filled up, we already put a date on the calendar for, I think, May of 2022. Um, so we're really excited to bring him here. I think it's going to be uh, awesome for everybody that uh, gets to take the course, but uh, you know, hopefully put him on people's radar who, who uh, are new to the red dot game. That's uh, one of the product categories we've seen grow probably the most in the last year is the, uh, is the red dot mounted pistols. Um, A lot of manufacturers coming out with those now. And uh, we stock like a lot of uh, hollow sun optics, Trijicons, um, and a few other brands, but uh, that has been one of the largest growth areas. So we definitely want to bring in some some training to uh, to coincide with that, if you will. Do you carry with a red dot? Yep. What do you carry? I've actually. Uh, Is it a Walther? No. Reps come in and give us shirts and stuff, so I feel <laughs> obliged to wear them. I've actually got my uh, my carry gun right here. Uh, say. Uh, 19X with a uh, Trishicon RMR on it. Alrighty. Ooh, and I see you got discrete, discrete carry con- con- <laughs> concept clips on there as well. Yep. Good choice. 
Dude, you carry you carry appendix, obviously, but that freaking light is is just that's way freaking down there, man. I carry a forty three X at a, appendix, and that about as that's about as much as I want up there. <laughs> I carried a forty three for the longest time um, appendix, which obviously forty three X, same thing, almost pretty easy right. to do. Um, but I got this cut for the RMR, and uh, I wanted to start carrying it the three to five o'clock area just didn't feel natural for me since I was used to appendix and uh, it took a little bit getting used to with the light on there. Um, but the guys like uh, 2X arms, Grantham, they carry the same thing. So I figured, you know, I tough it out for a week or two and kind of, it took a little bit of adjustment to be like, ah, is this the right spot or not for it? But uh, I love it now. I hardly notice it's there most of the time. So Absolutely. It was a, it was a big trans. It was a big, it took a lot for me to get switched. Like I was a, I was a three, three thirty guy. Um, and I never really loved it because it just, it, it just never felt quite right. But you know, when you first get started carrying a, a, a gun with pointed at, well, let's be honest, it was, it's pointed at your family jewels all freaking day long. You know, it takes a lot of getting used to, yeah. um, but once you real, once you get used to it and, 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 and understand like, you know, where it's gotta be when you're bending over and when you're sitting down, it's, it's the only way to go for me anymore. So I dig it. Yeah. I, I find it to be super comfortable and I've gotten used to it. So, um, that's one of the, it's one of the more interesting questions to approach with a customer when they come into the store. Right. Cause people come in all the time. Hey, I need a holster. Right. And, uh, you know, as much thought as people put into the firearm they want to buy, holsters are generally an afterthought, right? They're like, oh, I just need a holster. I'm like, well, what kind of holster? Well, just any holster. I was like, well, I'm, I don't know if you've carried before, but there's there's a lot of thought that goes into it just as much as the gun, you know, and helping people select the right option or pointing them in the right direction. Um, yep. it's, it's, fun to, it's fun to help uh, somebody make those choices. Do you have classes that touch on things like that, like holster options? So we talk, uh, we cover it briefly in that first shots class, kind of just like a top level. Um, I mean, a three hour introductory class, um, we touch on a number of things, but don't really dive deep into it. Um, we've got a few displays around the sales floor, um, that kind of showcase different holsters. And then just amongst the staff too, when we're all here, we're all carrying, obviously, um, we have a variety of holsters and different ways people carry. So we're happy to show the customer how we're doing it. Um, and talk through those different options. I mean, we've got a number of quality belts here too. I think that gets forgotten a lot of times Definitely. in the equation is people grab a really nice holster and then just kind of clip it over their waistband. I'm like, well, if you don't have a sturdy belt to put that on it, you're not, you're not really getting anywhere with just the holster. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a big part that I discovered too. Um, yeah. Moving on, you there was one thing that I think is really freaking awesome about what you guys are doing down there is uh, you're not just doing like the just uh, concealed carry classes and, you know, Glock classes and that's it. Like you guys got such a wide variety of, of shit going on down there. Like you were telling me you were having an MP5 class and I want to say you guys had like some, I don't know, you got SIG classes, I know possibly Springfield did at one point, did you have like some Steyer class or so you had some really off the wall different. You got like what name, what are all the classes that you guys do down there? I guess is what I'm asking. 
Yeah, so kind of in line with the uh, the modern samurai type courses, we like to bring in a a variety of different stuff. Kind of like I was saying earlier, with just providing the vessel, uh, we like to we like to try and provide as wide a variety to let people touch as much of the uh, Second Amendment community as they can. So um, coming up in July, we'll be bringing in uh, Teufel Hoon Tactical, um, super knowledgeable guy, worked for uh, a number of the uh, companies that uh, sell roller lock firearms like the MP5 in the past. Um, but a num- that one just kind of started out of personal interest is uh, <laughs> a number of the staff members here own MP5s. And we were like, oh, this would be cool. Uh, take this class but we didn't want to drive out to Virginia so we're like oh maybe we'll see if he can come here we can fill a class and then we can just take it here um, yeah so sometimes the uh, the cooler classes uh, end up just out of personal interest and we figure if it's cool hopefully somebody else will think it's cool um, that's kind of how uh, Larry Vickers came to be so we were we were planning to host Larry Vickers actually um, June like first part of June here uh, before he had to cancel his classes uh, due to his uh, due to his cancer treatment, um, but that just started with one of the coworkers here at the shop being like, "See if Vickers will do a class," you know, and kind of dared me to do it. And so I sent him an email, and he's like, "Yeah, let's do a class there." And I was like, "Oh, sweet, Larry Vickers come to Crossroads." Huh. Uh, yeah, oh. that's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, jo- sorry, Josh Price. To answer your question, they're in De- Des Moines, Iowa, is wh- is where they're from. Johnston, correct? Northern yep. part of Des Moines? Yep, just off the interstate. I, I have to know, though, you mentioned a lot of the staff members there own MP5s. Like, legit MP5s? Or, like... Oh, the clones. Okay, oh, I was gonna say, I need to come work for Crossroads, then, if everyone <laughs> has MP5s. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a few PTRs rolling around, a Zenith, uh, one SP5, so... Like like fun like fun fun ones or just 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 the clone just kind of like kind of fun ones you know what I mean yeah, the, kind, the kind of fun ones. <laughs> oh. I mean it's well, still cool. Yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. why we bring uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That's why we bring down uh, Jerry's machine guns once a year so we can have the uh, fun fun ones out. Hell yeah! And speaking of which, um, yeah, we, we I was just down there uh, a couple what a month ago for that. Yeah. Um, that's one of the cool things that they, that they do there. They have machine gun shoots and he had, I don't know how many freaking machine guns he had there. Probably what, 20, 30 different types of guns you could shoot. Oh, um, and, and that's pretty awesome because a lot of indoor ranges, they're not rated for rifle rounds and you guys are, are freaking shooting. Like, I don't know what the hell some of that shit was, but big ass calibers in a machine gun. That's, that's pretty badass for an indoor range. Yeah, I mean, we have a general interest down here that if uh, it hasn't been done before, if no one's tried it, we'd like to figure out a way to do it. So I've been to a couple of Jerry's shoots in the past and called him up one day. And it was actually kind of a funny story is uh, uh, Jerry pretty much invited himself down for the first shoot. So I called him up. And I was like, Jerry, I'm Ethan from Crossroads. And, oh, Crossroads, you guys are really cool range. What if I come down there and do a shoot? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so it was pretty easy to get him down here the first time and it went well. So we had him back again, but, uh, yeah, there's a couple, uh, there's a couple of guns he has that are, they're pushing the limit a little bit for what our range can take. So he, uh, powers those loads down a little bit. So it works, but, uh, you know, if it's, uh, if it's safe and we can have fun doing it, we figure why the heck not. Heck yeah. <laughs> so heck yeah. That's, uh, um, kind of with that, uh, 
like most indoor, I'd never heard of an indoor range doing cowboy action shooting before. Right. Um, single action shooter society. Cause they always shoot steel targets. So um, we invited the guys up from the local club one time um, did some test shoots and now we host cowboy action, you know, once a month in the winter months. So that's, that's been done, give awesome. it a try, right. That's awesome. Do you host, I was looking, I don't remember if I saw this on your website or not do you guys host uspsa matches too yeah we work with uh one of the local clubs that is out of the isaac walton league but we host their uh winter shooting okay uh, so they'll be here a couple times a month in the winter months when it's a little cold outside and then um a number of members in that club are part of the uh, iowa cops shooting team so it's a uh, iowa concerns of police survivors um and each member on the team shoots in honor of a fallen officer that's passed in the line of duty here in Iowa. And then we, we sponsor their USPSA team as well. That's cool. Yeah. I haven't heard of that. Sam, do you uh, have uh, anything you were just going to say something? I was going to move on yeah. to uh, other stuff with Ethan. Yes. The, the, I was going to um, say actually, changing gears. <laughs> yep. When I was down there, um, they got this adorable little dog. It's, is it, what's her name? Day Is it Daisy? Margo. Margo, Margo. Close. I got a, I got a Daisy across the street, I guess is why I was thinking of that. Uh, obviously a little bulldog, um, just roams around the shop saying hi to everybody. Uh, but that's your, that's actually your website is, is gunpup, uh, gunpup.com, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Margo is not only the face of our shop, but the face of our website. Um, so, Whoever uh, wins the sticker tonight, the rules are if you uh, take one of our stickers, you have to come back and say hi to Margo. So we'll see you at the shop shortly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were, we're doing some uh, rebranding a little bit of our, our online sites back in January and kind of brainstorming, well, what do we call it? And Margo walked in the office and we we're like, well, why don't we just name it after her? Uh, so Gunpup became the online site and uh, that's where we do online sales of uh, all of our firearms, uh, some of the ammunition, but all the accessories uh, that we have here in the shop as well. So um, if you're looking for something, it's a good place to take a peek and see if we got it in stock and either pick it up here. We'll uh, ship it off to you. That's, that's genius branding, by the way. That's uh, I mean, that's, it's similar to what's going on with Dogecoin. I mean, just a freaking adorable face on it and everybody's just like, Oh, I want to be involved with that. That's <laughs> It's uh, it's fun because as it's uh, as it's kind of grown over the last few months, we'll have people come in the shop. Um, you know, you greet them. Hey, what can we do for you today? Are you looking to purchase something? Are you looking to shoot on the range? No, I'm just here to see the dogs. Where's Margo at? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, she's over there taking a nap. All right. Do you mind if I give her some treats? I brought some. Yeah, sure. Go for it. <laughs> uh, we've got people. It's more common on the weekends, but people just drop in to see what the dogs are up to. So hey, bring some in. That dog is living the life, man. She's uh spoiled rotten, I'm sure. Oh yeah. So before Gunpup was did you have stuff on your crossroads site? We did, yep. Yep. It was just uh I wouldn't want to say an unbranded, just uh direct feed off our uh, regular website to uh to a sales page. So we kind of broke that away so um the marketing is a little bit stronger and it's uh a lot more searchable and memorable. If you if somebody asks where you got your gun, you could say gun pup, you know, yeah, rather right. than along the URL. So 
Oh yeah. Rather than crossroad shooting sports, like you, you're going to forget that in three seconds, but gun pup, that's something that that's going to click in your brain. And, uh, you're definitely going to remember that. So that's, that's, that's definitely genius from a marketing standpoint. I, I applaud you. That's, that's a great idea. Definitely. When did uh gun pup go up? You said a few months ago, I think. Yeah. So gun pup, gun pup took over the, uh, domain name, uh, I believe in early January of this year. So okay. it's been up for close to a half year now. Nice. Well, um, box, you got any, you got any final, uh, thoughts or questions or anything? Um, no, I think we've touched on pretty much everything that's important. Ooh, well, I did have one question that I wanted to ask you. How long have you been in, how long have you been working in a gun shop, Ethan? Year and a half here at Crossroads. And before that, uh, was nine months at the, uh, fleet farm in Ankeny at the gun counter. Okay, so. So over two years, just over about two years, um, what is the weirdest thing? There's a lot of weirdos that walk into a gun store, and I know because I've worked in one before. What is the weirdest thing that you have seen while you were working in a gun store? Oh, there's a lot of them. There's quite a lot of them. Um, we actually, actually, I think most of us here at the shop are part of a Facebook group that's just gun shop employees and you post stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, when I worked at Flea Farm, I remember uh, a fella came in and uh, he's looking at a pistol with me. And uh, he's like, well, I should check with my wife, shouldn't I? And I was like, I, I don't know. That's up to you. <laughs> he's like, okay. Um, so he whips it out and puts it on speaker. And I was like, I'm, I'm not talking to her. And <laughs> ring, cuts it off after like a half ring. He's like, well, we'll tell her I tried, right? And I was like, ah, it's on you, man. Uh, (laughs) that's actually genius too because then when you get home you got a new gun and the wife says what the hell you'd be like baby i called you i don't i don't know what you want from me look on your call history (laughs) uh there was the guy that was coming in looking for 22 pistols to shoot the cougar in des moines when that was spotted a couple years ago i was like i don't think that's the right gun for that man he's like i I know what i'm doing son i've been carrying pistols since before you were born okay whatever buy what you want those are right, always yeah. the people that don't know what they're doing well, i've been carrying a gun since before you were alive yeah it doesn't mean you're smart dude <laughs> yeah i need and one of those 22 life card pistols to shoot this cougar please uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and there's uh obviously there's always the uh there's always the plethora of uh it's not loaded stories oh yeah yeah, I got I got one of those. Actually, actually, a friend of mine brought in an AR-10, uh, and that's the only one I've had. But I pick it up and rack it like I always freaking do, and sure enough, out pops a live round. Hmm, that wasn't supposed to be in there. Gee, you think? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, always a meme that's been going around for probably years now. I think. It's like a sign at a gun shop that it says for five extra dollars, we'll make a, a receipt that says that matches the price that you told your wife you spend. Do you guys mm-hmm. do that? <laughs> Not currently, but we do. We do definitely joke about it. So. <laughs> I always thought that was a that was a pretty good uh, idea. <laughs> well, um, box, any final thoughts or negative? Um, All right. Let's, do you uh, have let's a, move any, on to our... Well, we should see if 
Ethan has anything to add here before I do, in case we forgot something because we're stupid and terrible at interviewing. <laughs> yeah, we did. I mean, I heard something about uh, a new Taurus pistol coming up, so I might hang out and see if it really is just as good. All righty. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome to hang out as, uh, as long as you want. So uh, let's move on to uh, what we were going to talk about, Box. Well, um, do we want to talk about that Taurus now since he's so perfectly... Uh segwayed us into it well it'd be stupid to mess up a good segue i think we already did (laughs) (laughs) okay sam tell us about this new taurus gx4 well it is uh obviously taurus's new uh new venture into the uh i don't know if you'd call it a micro compact um high capacity game um this one comes with 11 rounds it's kind of similar to like uh, the 365 um you know the double it's a one and a half stack kind of style magazine 11 rounds in a, in a very small um very small unit um but that's their entry into it and it's i mean it's not really anything groundbreaking um but it's just a solid little gun you know you got your 11 rounds it is a striker fired obviously uh just over a three inch barrel the overall length is about six inches so you can kind of see um, kind of see what the, the size of it is there. Um, but it's, it's going to compete with the, you know, like I said, the 365, the 43, uh, the 43 X, um, with the shield magazines. And it comes with, um, like I said, once already the 11 round magazine, you can get a, um, it does, they offer Taurus offers a 13 round extended magazine. Um, with it as well it does not come optic cut ready as far as i can tell and the msrp price on it is is 392 Uh, so obviously you're going to be you're going to be seeing it in gun stores for significantly less than that um which is going to i mean that's going to be a big thing because uh ethan what is like a, a, a 365 run right now off the top of your head you know uh probably five five and a quarter if it's just the base model no manual safety right right so you're looking this is going to be coming in at three to 350 probably i would say around 350 360 somewhere in that ballpark um so when new concealed carry people are coming in and looking at this this the stable of concealed carry options you know you got your 43x which is you know what between five and six hundred the same with the 365, the same with the, uh, the Hellcat. Those are kind of the three, you know, the three big ones in this market. And then you look over here and you got a Taurus for whatever it's going to go through, go for 325, 350, whatever it is. Like that's going to be a massive draw to go that direction. Um, because when I was working in the gun shop, our number one seller of, of uh, not just pistols, but the number one gun we sold was a Taurus, uh, what is it, G2C or PT-111, whatever that one was. We sold the holy living crap out of those things. And if I watched some reviews, I haven't had hands-on with this gun, but the reviews, they were really liking it. So if it turns out to be, you know, a... a, a uh, a good option, like a, a good little shooter. I think they're going to sell the holy living crap out of these, to be honest with you. I think 
Well, I, I think it's pretty obvious that Taurus is a leaps and bounds ahead of where they were five years ago. But yeah. well, I think this will probably actually perform out of the gate better than the 365 did. I don't know if it'll sell as many, but I think it'll be have a better reputation out of the gate than the 365 did. Because the 365 had all sorts of problems right away. Whereas I think Taurus is trying to figure it out where, well, we can't fuck up anymore, guys. <laughs> we got to have things nailed down right away. And I think they've done that with their last few releases. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree. But you're right. The the 365, that had some significant issues. Even the, um, was it the 43? No, the 43X it was. I've been thinking of the 44 that had the issues. Um but even like the the older models, like the G2C and the PT111, those didn't, as far as my knowledge, those didn't really have any super significant issues. The only one, the only issue that I know that it did have was a little trigger safety kept breaking. Um, it was still usable, but it snapped in half, for, which was a really weird problem to have. Um, so you're right. There are leaps and bounds of ahead of, of where they're, they, they were. But uh, Ethan, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on this little guy? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, most shops, Taurus has a certain reputation that they've seemingly worked hard to rebuild in the last few years. Um, and so we got our hand, I think a used G2C came in one day. I just tossed it in the rental counter. I was like, well, let's find a rental counter. It'll tell us pretty quick if it's good or not. Um, yep. getting beat on. Um, and it doesn't get rented as much as some of the other options. Um, but at least till now we haven't had any issues with it. So um, I think Taurus is definitely getting a lot better um, in their quality. Maybe not, maybe not up to the standards of, of Glock or maybe the new Smith shield pluses. Um, but I think, uh, I think just kind of in the same way that Palmetto does some of their guns, you know, if, if that's what your budget is, everybody's got a right to self-defense, right? So um if they bring something quality to market at that price, go for it. Do you think it used to be stay away from Taurus, that it's just cheap shit? Do you think now Taurus is actually something you can recommend to people? I mean, like you said, within their budget, of course. But I don't know. Myself, I'll probably, I'll probably never buy a Taurus. Just because of the the stigma behind them, and then I I have no reason to, unless they release something super fucking awesome and groundbreaking, I'm probably never going to buy a Taurus. But I would you recommend yeah, one? I'd be I'd be in the same boat as you. Um, the one model that everybody seems to really really love from them is that TX22. Um, but at the mm -hmm. end of the day, that's that's a, that's a planking gun for the range, right? So. Yeah. Um, but if, when it comes to like something I recommend carrying to somebody, no, it's not going to be one of the ones I would recommend, but if your budget constraint is that tight, then, and that's the option, then I think it's, I think it's a lot better than nothing too. Um, so. Yeah, I tend to agree. And I think a lot of it is, is like your situation. I mean, um, I'll tell, I'll tell a lot of people like, Hey, if you don't, if there's no reason that you act, you need the, the carry pistol right now for a, a imminent threat on your life, why don't you just wait another two months, three months, whatever it takes, 
save up a little bit more and get that Glock 43X or that or that Sig 365 or you know whatever it is. But I mean, there are a lot of people that just like at the same time if if they like how that feels over another option, like are you gonna can you you know can you really dissuade them away from that and I don't know. Like the, their reputation is rebuilding. So I wouldn't, I don't think that I would honestly tell someone if they like this better, nope, shouldn't have that. You should spend 200 more dollars. You know what I mean? What if, um, would you guys rather have this Taurus with the 11 rounds or what, the, what was the other mag 13 rounds or something they offered? Yep. 13. Or say, a first gen Smith and Wesson shield with only seven rounds. Honestly, me, I freaking hate shields. I would not carry one. So <laughs> I don't know what it is about them. They're just, I do not like them. Like they're good guns. My girlfriend has one. I, you know, I helped her buy it. She loves it. I do not like them for whatever reason. I would, I would get one of these personally. That's that's my two cents on it. Mm. I don't know. What about you, Ethan? You know, five five rounds of thirty eight special is what you need, son. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you can't hit what you're aiming at in five rounds. You don't need to be shooting it. <laughs> oh, I don't have anything against the shields. You know, I think they're a fine gun. It's just. I don't know. It was never my personal preference. You know, I picked up a 43 and liked it, so I never messed with shields, but um, I think they're fine. It's just not my personal choice. Mm. I do yeah, I, I do really like the shield pluses that came out recently, though. Um, so they got like the the extended size that would compete with the X, the 365 XL or the 43X um, plus, the, plus the regular size one. I mean, those got... Uh, 11 or 13 round capacities if i remember correctly i don't have one in front of me but uh i really like how they redesigned the shield pluses i think they're i would be interested in one of those now are they you say redesigned in in what way i know they improved the trigger and they have a flat face trigger in it but is that so what you're attracted to well, so they're 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 stacking a half now the, yeah. so they went from like the seven or eight to the larger capacity i like I like the grip texture a little better. I mean, they still probably wouldn't be my first choice. I'd probably still go 43X or something like that, just because I'm used to it. But, uh, um, I mean, while the design tweaks might be minor, I, I like them a lot more than I like the the Shield or even the 2.0 variant. Okay, let me reword this then. Would you re Would you recommend this to someone with say a budget of $350 over a shield. So they're in the same price range, right? Unless shields have gone up with the, with the panic, I guess I haven't checked on that, but they used to be relatively cheap. Um, I'd have to go look at the case. I think that, I think the shield pluses are trending more towards five or mid fives, depending on the model. I know the the optic ready like Shield Plus the uh, the kind of XL framed one MSRP is around like seven or something I think. Uh, I'm talking so, first gen shields. I, since those are the cheapest. 
I mean, you don't. I know you guys don't like the shields, but they're good guns. They've they're proven. I suppose I go for the shield. I know it works. <laughs> oh, that was that, right. I had to drag that one out. <laughs> You're like, I suppose, Sam. <laughs> I, like I said, I don't like. There, I have nothing. The only thing I I don't like about the shield is the way it looks and the way it feels in my hand. For whatever reason, I just don't like it. So I would, I, I would choose the GX4 still. I'm at, Plus, I'm saying recommend it to someone. Oh, um, I don't know, dude. That's a tough one. I I I give me a month so more people are get so we got some more hands on experience with this GX4. But honestly, I Taurus is like I said, they've stepped up their game. I know there's a lot of people, and there's even one in the there's even one in the comments. Uh, the only thing Taurus has done right is is the judge. But there's a lot of people that only the only experiences they have with Taurus is they know that there's a lot of people or there's a few people in this Facebook group that freaking hate Taurus for whatever reason, and their their buddy's buddy had a bad experience with it or whatnot. And I'm not saying that they haven't. There was a lot of Taurus guns that were shit. But I think that they're up in their game lately, um, you know, with the uh, their latest releases. And I can't recommend this GX4 yet because, like I said, it's brand new. I've only seen a few reviews. I haven't got any hands on time with it. But I would not at this point in time. I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to recommending this over a shield because it has and well better capacity you know you can have 13 rounds instead of seven that's 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 almost two mags where the shit where the where the bullets without a freaking reload was you know so yeah but if you need more than one round you need to shoot more <laughs> no i have i have been told the single action army is the best carry gun <laughs> I'm sure you've been told a lot of interesting shit at a, at a gun store. You hear freaking, actually, I heard, I heard some interesting stories just while I was down in your shop. Uh, so I'm sure spending years there, you've heard them all. Yeah, I suppose the the last bit on that that leaves a bad taste in my mouth with Taurus is when when a customer's gun comes in, you got to arma it back to Taurus, or you got to get some parts for him. Is there? They're at, at least in our experience here is they're next to impossible to get a hold of. Um, that and they're fucking horrible um, for, well, customer service is most of the time when I call up and I want a part, well, okay, well, that's a, that's a what do they say? Uh, a part that we can't send you. You got to have it sent in. I says, lady, I've had like 50 of these things apart. I know more about this damn gun than you do. Just send me the freaking pieces. You know, and I got to go around three, four, five times with them, sometimes call back just to get them to send me the pieces that I want, you know, but. Yeah, we were so around months and they finally sent us the wrong parts for this guy's gun is beyond frustrating. I hear you. I'm right there with you, man. That's kind of Box, fun. what are you laughing about? That's funny to me because before the show, I was I was looking. I was on Taurus's site, and they were touting their their amazing customer service on there. <laughs> Apparently not. Guess they're a little no. wrong, a little off. No, I I basically had to bribe every time I call. I get a woman like you end up having to like bribe her with dinner just to get a fucking little tiny itty bitty spring sent to me because. <laughs> She can't sign off on that. I'm like, it's just a freaking spring lady. Give me the damn part. 
<laughs> wow. Okay, any final thoughts on the GX4, either of you? Uh, still holding my tongue on the final thoughts on it, uh, but I think it's going to be a good gun. I have high expectations for it. Excellent. Okay, Um. well, moving on to uh, a video that's been going around lately over the last month or two. I'm just going to go ahead and play it here for you guys. I'm going to see if I can actually make this work, so bear with me, folks. I'm going to share my screen so you can uh, watch it too here, Ethan. And here we As I, I only see half of the box. <laughs> here <laughs> god damn it i'm sorry there's a lot of things going on on my screen right now i'm fucking i am all over the place and now the video is gone okay we're back anyways a couple of kids try robbing this this kid or this guy on the street with a gun the guy that they're trying to rob turns around knocks the gun out of the kid's hand grabs him by the by the around the shoulders and slams him on the ground just not just a gentle throw him on the ground he slammed this guy he probably i would bet he broke his collarbone or something like that and <laughs> and you heard him scream it was and then <laughs> you guys probably didn't hear it but the guy in the background his friend was like okay okay and then he was like hey let him go get off him <laughs> but the guy eventually after a few seconds he lets the kid up and they go running off and the gun's still laying there in the street but this this video was going around on Instagram for for a while, and I kept seeing comments of it from all these people. There was a lot of them saying, "I would have smashed that kid's face right there, or I would have grabbed that gun and I would have shot him in the face right there." He, there's, he's just going to get up and go do the same shit again. Why did why prolong it? It's I'm like I, I I don't understand that mentality. For one. 99.9% of these people that are doing this tough guy posturing bullshit online wouldn't have the balls to do any or defend their lives probably anyways, let alone, I saw an article afterwards that these kids were 11 to 14. These guys are essentially saying they're going to murder a child in the middle of the street who is now unarmed. The threat is done with. He's on top of him. They're like, yeah, I'm just going to murder that child. I do not understand that mentality one bit. That these guys, Do they think they're impressing people or what? For one, it's a terrible idea to be saying that shit online because, say, God forbid, you do have to use your firearm in a self-defense scenario down the road and those comments come up, they're going to be used against you that you're, oh, you're just out to, out to murder someone. But I don't understand that mentality. I think most of it, probably the majority of those comments online were just, just that just comments online. Um, like you say, just posturing this tough guy shit. Um, I, I will say that, I think the guy, the guy probably handled it correctly. Um, this is like, 
just my my thoughts on it. I mean, if it, they were tr- really that young, yes, he does. The kid deserved to get body slammed, hundred um, percent. He had it coming, um, and, and and it cracked me up that some guy. I mean, kid feels tough, you know, with a gun, walks up, gets his ass kicked, and then starts screaming like a little freaking girl. Um, but I think to your, to your question box, I think most of that is just online posturing, just, just freaking stupid, stupidity. I think the guy handled it correctly, body slammed the shit out of him, let him run off. It is what it is. Um, but you're correct. You couldn't, I mean, at that point, once, once the gun is knocked out of the kid's hand and he is unarmed at that point, you basically become the aggressor. So if you, if you go above and beyond and, and really, I mean, if you end up killing the kid, guess what? You're the murderer, not, you know, and you're going to print. It doesn't matter what he did to you, you know, beforehand. So, um, yeah, I, uh, Josh price said in the comments here. So a teenage kid pulls a gun on you. You're not going to have your CC out in this particular instance. Are you going to have your, your, your gun out, Josh? The, the, the guy had, or the kid, had a gun in your face. Are you that confident in your, in your skills that you can draw and get a shot on target before well, he pulls the trigger and blows your brains out? And the, there's a possibility, too, that that guy was a concealed carry holder. But, I mean, you assess, the situ- you, you assess every situation as it is happening. And there's a possibility that that guy was assessing the situation. He realized that it was a kid. He realized, wow, um, I, can, I don't – my gun, my firearm is not the correct answer to this question, to this – you know, it's not the solution in this instance. Um, and he, he saw that, you know, I can just knock the gun out of the kid's hand, body slam him, and be done with it, you know, and that's – that's important, important too, to know when to, as, as, as concealed carry holders, you got to know when to pull your arm, firearm and when not to. And I think the guy in this instance made the right decision because say he was a concealed carry holder, say he just shot that kid. Guess what? You got to deal with that. You got, even, even if that video is there, you still have legal troubles. You still have issues. you still have civil liability lawsuits coming on your ass. There's all sorts of shit. Um, a gun is a, a gun is a last resort to a, to the problem. It's never, never a first resort. Um, Not to, to mention to on top of all that, you will have just killed a child. That's going to freaking weigh on you for the rest of your life, dude. <laughs> like yeah. I'm pretty sure all of us here would never want to have to use our, our firearm in self-defense. I sure as hell don't let alone on a 11 or 14 year old child an unarmed one at that. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Like I said, a firearm is a last resort. Definitely not a first one. So Ethan, do you got any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, we hear the whole spectrum of stuff down here at the shop, obviously, but uh, I figure even, even though Iowa is a stand your ground state, if you can somehow remove yourself from the situation, that's generally the better option. So um, mm-hmm. we're, we're a partner range with the United States Concealed Carry Association. And, uh, you know, they do a great job. We try to assist in educating people that 
even if you're justified, doesn't just like you said, Sam, it doesn't mean that they're not coming after you civilly, even though you're cleared criminally. I mean, there's there's so many repercussions of a self-defense incident that if there's something you could do to remove yourself and defuse it, it's always better option. Hundred percent, absolutely, absolutely. People don't realize that they think that just because they pull their gun and shoot somebody, and they were justified in doing so in their mind, um, and even if they were cleared by uh, by a court of law, that doesn't mean that that family can't come after you for civil damages. I mean, and and in many many instances they do. Um, yeah. So that's like I said, last resort, never a first resort. You only reach for that weapon when you absolutely don't have any other options left. And and the other option that, that includes running your ass away. Like I, I applauded when Iowa was, was a turned into a stand your ground state, because that means that we're not required by law to run away, but that's still many times, like you said, removing yourselves from a, from a situation is often far better than, and pulling that gun and, and, and firing the, uh, and, and pulling the trigger. Definitely. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we kind of got a little bit off of where I was intending to go with that, that kind of, kind of posturing just grinds my gears, I guess you could say. Ooh, it, I see what you did there. <laughs> it gets to me like, quit being a douche. You're not going to do that shit. You don't want to do that shit. Just shut up. You're not a tough guy. <laughs> get get offline. I'm sorry. Keyboard keyboard commandos, man. <laughs> okay, should we move on? Uh yeah, how about the uh what do we got left, box? We have your uh new favorite pet project, your uh cool yeah. gear under $50. Heck yeah. So we are starting a new segment cool gear on $50, which is exactly what it sounds like. Every uh, every podcast, every gears and beers, I try to come up with uh, with something uh, related to what we're into uh, for under fifty bucks. And when in, at all possible, I will also try to have a coupon code. Is that how you say that word? Coupon or coupon? Coupon. I will try to have a coupon code for you guys uh, to get you a little bit off of that product or a little bit uh, percentage off of that product as well. So. Um, this week we have um, the Neo Mag. This is if you haven't seen these before. These are a sweet little invention. Obviously, it's a magnet. Um, attaches on to your magazine, and this belt or this uh, clip slides right into your pocket. So when you end up having to pull this magazine out, the clip stays in your pocket. And uh, the magazine obviously comes out. This is a freaking genius invention. It works great. I'm not the type of guy that likes to carry. Um, I generally don't carry a, a, another magazine, but when I do, I certainly don't want one on my belt. I just don't, for whatever reason, I don't like that. I'm a very minimalist guy. This works great. They have two options. Um, one with a single magnet, which is what this is. And then also one for, I believe it's for intended more for Glock mags. It's a, like a plus or whatever. Um, it's got two magnets. So it's, uh, helps securely carry the, the, there's a little bit less, um, metal in Glock mags, but this is a shield arms mag, all metal works freaking great. Um, you can use coupon code LSLF10 and that will get you 10% off. Um, everything on Neo Mag's website. They got a ton of stuff there. 
Um, it is not just the Neo Mag. They got um, they got slings. They got Century clips. They got or Century straps. They got they got all sorts of stuff. So go check them out at neomag.com. You get ten percent off with code LSLF ten. Definitely, uh, definitely worth the purchase. We should mention that no, we are not getting any kickback or any kind of compensation for this. Neo Mag, Neo Mag is genuinely a solid company out there, and we just want to push them. Yep, absolutely, and that's that's what I'm going to to fo- to focus on is gear like this, that stuff that I use myself, stuff that I believe in, and and stuff that I'm I'm willing to. Uh, well, to, to, to back by LSLF. So that's that's the idea behind this. So go check them out at neomag.com, guys. And then if you have ideas, stuff you want me to check out um, for this kind of gear, give me a shout and uh, I'll check it out. Maybe we'll focus, feature it on the next Gears and Beers. Do you carry an extra mag, Ethan? I don't generally with the 19X because I've got... Uh... It has the extended 19X mag, so it's close to 20 rounds in there already. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're doing okay. Yeah. You're doing okay. I've been yeah. I've been itching lately to get myself a uh, flared magwell for my my MMP compact and get the uh, plus two mag mag base for it. So I'd be carrying 18 rounds or 19 rounds. I but I can't bring myself to drop the money at this at this exact moment <laughs> which uh which magwells are you looking at and stuff they're uh floyd's okay really there's only i can't find any other magwells there's floyd's and there's there's one other company but i can't remember what it is but that really there's only two edc anyways edc magwells that i can find that are decent. Uh, Ed Brown is the other one. Okay. But I can't bring myself to spend $75 at this particular moment on a magwell and then another 60 on mag plates. Fair enough. I do like the Neo Mag stuff. Uh, staff member down here has one of those Neo Mags he carries with, as well as some of the Century straps for his rifle slings. I think their stuff seems pretty solid from what I've seen of his. Yeah, absolutely. They're a, they put out solid products, and they're just a, a solid, good uh, company. Um, you know that that helps promote the two A community. So um, I'm all about them. Definitely dig them for sure. It's not like they're a, a giant company either. They're hell. I think they're a lot like Sam. <laughs> At least they used to be. Like, I talked to them last year or so, and it's pretty much a dude in his garage. I'm sure he's probably having some other people help manufacture their their newest stuff, like their sling or their sentry straps and stuff like that. But yeah, it started out just a dude in a garage. Yep, and I think they're growing uh, by leaps and bounds because I see their product all over the place now. But yeah, um, Greg's a Greg's a cool dude, and this is uh, definitely check them out. You won't regret it for sure. Um, Box, we want to touch on our last two subjects, or should we call it a night? Or what do you want to? Well, we do. We just talked about a quality product. We do have to still get to don't carry that shit. Okay. Well, we should probably get to that. I mean, it's not too long. As I said in the introduction, Army Mag USA makes a triumphant return to don't carry that shit. 
This here is the Army Mag USA tactical holster. You guys remember the very first episode of Don't Carry That Shit. I did, uh, well, they had another terrible, terrible holster, and they are keeping it up here. What's What this holster is, is uh, I'm not even sure how to actually put this into words for those people that can't see it. So it's designed to be carry. It's designed for you to carry without a round in the chamber. There's no covering of the trigger. In fact, there's a lever that goes up through the backside of your trigger guard and latches on the outside of your trigger guard, and that's uh, what retains your pistol. And to draw it, you press that lever towards the top of the of the slide, top of the weapon, and that releases it. And then you're meant to swivel the the gun out and press down, which racks the slide. Oh yeah, I've seen this one before. It's it's pretty terrible. I actually what I, I found, I was trying to find some more shit on it, and I don't think this is original. I think this has been marketed to the airsoft group. A long time ago i found videos the video on their website actually is from like three or four years ago and it's called like quantum mechanics or something like that so i think and and in the, on their page it mentioned available internationally except for usa but now army mag usa is like ooh, here you go guys we can market to this to the usa now but <laughs> <laughs> on their page one of the attributes that they that they have on there is draw your pistol five times faster five times faster than what um you you for for one you're carrying what is that condition 3 so yeah <laughs> i mean that right there is slowing you down than carrying with a round in the chamber so we're one time slower and then uh, I lost my train of thought. Son of a bitch. Well, then you got to, you got to, it's not just drawing it. You got to w- swivel it out too. So that's one extra movement, two extra movements down. So to, to rack this. So that at least two extra movements. There's no like how they're saying that adding movement to the, to the draw is going to make anything faster is, is kind of beyond me. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how adding that little movement of pressing down, then that's in Like you said, an extra move. How is that faster than if you are for some stupid reason, carrying without around in the chamber, how is that faster than rack on the slide on your presentation? That's actually on the way, but this way you're going the wrong direction. Then they, uh, Go ahead. Uh, go no. I was just gonna go ahead. Go ahead. Then they also uh, state the barrel is kept clear of obstruction. I don't even really know what that means. So on the bottom of this holster, you guys might have noticed there's a hole for the barrel to go through when you're racking the slide. But why is that a positive thing for a holster? A lot of people want a closed-ended holster. I mean, I'm not saying it's necessary. But why would that be 
a positive thing. If anything, that's a negative because shit can get in your barrel. I don't understand why that would be a positive attribute for anything. Um, well, I think probably this company, judging from what we had on the last time these guys were on the segment, um, they pretty much just, when they market shit, they pretty much just take buzzwords and just like throw them around. So like they pick, they pick shit out of a hat that they see other holster makers saying like, Ooh, it draws faster. That's a good one. Hmm. Let's see here. It keeps shit out of the, ch- Ooh, yeah, that that's a good one. Even though it's definitely, it doesn't do those things. I don't really think that they care because the, the people that they're marketing to, I don't think that they're really the type of folks that are going to do a ton of research into, <laughs> into holsters and decide that this in fact is the best option. I think it's probably just people that see the, this ad on Facebook. Like, Ooh, that's sweet. Take my money. You know, <laughs> on that point, I've been uploading these segments to uh, YouTube on a separate YouTube channel. And the, uh, the army mag segment actually got quite a bit of views views. There's only one negative comment on there. The rest of them are like, Oh, I just bought one of these. And, uh, this is just this is great. I can't wait to have one. But why? Why you just you just watched? I mean, the the title <laughs> of the video is Army Mag USA is a dumpster fire of a company. Don't carry that shit. And they come on there like, that's really great. I just gave you like fifteen reasons not to carry that shit. Did you not watch any of it? But another thing <laughs> about this this one, the only point of retention is where it clips onto the trigger guard and there's nothing holding the muzzle into the place because obviously they got to keep the barrel clear of obstruction. So what happens if you grab the top or the back of the, of the weapon and rip it either forward or backward? I guarantee you it'll break that clip. Absolutely guarantee you. Then you're screwed. Yeah, it's just it's it's not a good design. I mean, that's it's freaking horrible. That and say you're in a little you're in a skirmish, and you know you're on the ground, and for whatever reason, you know, you can't swivel that thing out. Guess what? You can't rip it up out of there either. You're you're hosed. You know, you're done. So, um, it I think it's just a uh, it's a a solution looking for a problem. That doesn't doesn't exist. And us on this show, you know that we're big proponents of curry with one in the chamber. And if you're not comfortable doing that, get more training until you are comfortable doing that. So uh, Ethan's just sitting down here looking at, and he's got those eyes that say, guys, we sell this in the store. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if the Serpa holsters are uh, banned from most training classes, then I, I can't imagine this one's got a, a good future ahead of it. What What's sad is a Serpa would be an upgrade over this. It would. Oh, boy. And then, like I just mentioned, too, there's nothing holding the muzzle in place, and you have to have it just in the right spot to be able to rack, rack the slide in the manner that they intend for it. So... Under a stressful situation, you have to rotate that gun outwards. What if you pull it half an inch away from your body and try to rack it? Then you can't. Then you're stuck uh, trying to figure out why your gun didn't rack. You're thrown off your off your game. 
and most likely dead. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Stupid product. Don't carry that shit. That's all there is to it. <sighs> yeah. Don't 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 carry that shit, people. All right, box. We uh we need to give away some shit. We didn't get to twenty, but we got to th- we got to we got to a decent amount. Um, let's give away some stickers. Okay, how are we doing? I it? need uh, one, two, three, four. Give me a number between one and seven. Ethan, it's on you. Six. Uh, Josh Price. Did I? Uh, all right, Josh Price. I will send you. I'll send you some stickers. I you got a coin here, actually. I'll just throw these in. Uh, I'll throw these in when uh, when I send you that coin. All right, sounds good. Uh, Ethan, any uh, any final thoughts on the podcast? ATF's got their uh, comment section, their comment period open on the receivers. So uh, make sure your thoughts are heard. And uh, if you don't support groups like uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, make sure you get plugged in with them. They're doing a lot to uh, oppose the Chipman nomination. And uh, other good stuff. Uh, Pro 2A. Well done, Ethan. 100%. I totally forgot about <laughs> I should have that written down. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. He brings up a good point. Um, and I think I think one thing many of us in this in this uh, community fall uh, victim to is is hoping that someone else is going to solve this problem for us. But it says we the people. We are we are we are the, this, what makes the second amendment strong, what that constitution without us, that constitution is nothing. If we don't uphold, no one else is going to do it for us. So get involved. And one thing that always frustrates me is we talk about this in gun groups and there's crickets, man, nobody's getting, nobody's getting excited about this. And I, I don't understand it, whether it's whether people don't understand what's going on, which I'm trying to describe to them and putting out videos. So if you don't know what's going on, come go and check out some of our, I just posted one earlier today. Um, and then uh, a couple days ago as well, or a week or so ago, that's saying exactly what's going on. So get involved. If, if we don't do it, no one else is going to do it for us. No one else is going to save us. So definitely. I was, for- and I was looking through that, uh, looking through the comments the other day, there were a few thousand when I was looking through and you guys are thinking that it's just people that are against this commenting, and that's absolutely not true. There is a lot of people on there saying, yes, pass this. So you, you got to fight against those. I mean, people clearly want this to pass. It's not just the ATF being like, eh, we'll do this, whatever, nobody's going to care. There's people actively fighting for this to go through. So we gotta we got to fight back. Yep. And if you don't think every town for gun safety and the, and all the other gun control groups in the States aren't press, pressing the same thing and getting the, getting the, the word out. And so what? those people are a, are a hell of a lot more active for whatever reason than our side are. So we got to be pushing back on this hard and doing everything we can hundred percent. There is what 86, 85 days left in the comment period, I believe. Yep. So get on it folks. And uh, the ATF has been known to close commenting periods early, so don't put it off either, and don't be a douche yep. about it. Yep. Yeah. If you're going, if you're going in there and yelling at them and using curse words and being upset, they're they're just deleting your comment. You got to be logical, polite. You save that shit for another time. 
Yes. Okay. I believe that's all we have, right? There's nothing I'm forgetting here. That's all I have on my notes. Yeah. We are well. We're yeah. We're uh, we're an hour and twenty minutes in, so we're 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 good. Okay, Ethan. Thank you very much for for joining us and hanging out for the entire episode. I'm not sure why you would want to do that, but but thank you for braving it <laughs> out. <laughs> Uh, how would you tell everyone uh, just one last time where we can find you guys yeah Uh, down here in central Iowa suburb of Des Moines Johnson just north of the interstate Uh, but you can find us on Facebook Instagram post a lot of fun stuff uh, we're doing on there whether it's uh, merchandise we got in the shop or uh, fun stuff we're doing at the range check us out on uh, gunpup.com or if you're looking for training uh, iowaconcealcarry.com absolutely okay that's all we have for you tonight folks thank you for stopping by thank you for all of you that were here in the comments we really appreciate all the guys that come in and hang out with us during the live uh during the live video if you're listening to this after the fact we do this every other wednesday night live on our facebook so if you want to get in on the conversation be sure to stop in there. It's always a good time. Uh, the more people, the merrier. Be sure to check out uh, our YouTube channel where we upload most of our podcasts. And we are on most pay major podcast providers. Also check out our uh, sponsors, Shyworks. They are on Instagram. They are on Facebook. They are on Parlor, Gab, MeWe, all that good shit. They are on shyworks.com. Check out uh, Ballistic Imagery at ballisticimagery.com. They are also on uh, Instagram. They uh, every now and then post some stuff on on YouTube. Uh, We do a giveaway on Facebook. We do $25 every single week to our shop, so be sure to stop out there for that uh, little challenge. And I think that's all I can come up with. What am I forgetting, Sam? That's it. That's it. You nailed her. You done good. You done good. So wonderful. Uh, Ethan, once again, thanks for stopping by. It was fun. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we'll have you on again. And uh, guys, thanks for sticking around. Come back in two weeks. We'll be here every other Wednesday night. Don't miss it. And until we talk to you next time, remember life short, live free. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And defund the ATF. Repeal the NFA.